With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox in for the great and powerful Ben Maller. You can always listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app and wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time here, and we are going to have some fun. A four-hour extravaganza, as they, a great man once said, we are in the air everywhere. And Who? something the vast and, and something other that. But I'll, I'll butcher that. So, uh, going to have a good time. Uh, we all have something in common. Maller Militia, I feel like I have been inducted into your crew, and I will explain that with the great Eddie Garcia coming up uh, a few minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. But let's get to the big story of the day in the world of sports. All right, let's get to it. Because um, you ever see those people that go through some hard times and they end up having to like sell away a bunch of stuff in order to like pay their bills. 
And it, you know, it's terrible. You look at them, it's kind of sad. You know, you find out they've got to uh, give up their car or one of their cars. They've got to uh, uh, sell their dog. It's like uh, Sylvester Stallone had to dis- had to sell his Mastiff. Like his, his, he loved his dog, but he had to sell his Mastiff in order to afford making the movie Rocky. And then after the movie was a hit, he went and bought the dog back. Personally, if I was that dog, I would look at Sylvester Stallone and say, "Screw you!" I'd grab my crotch and tell him to take a walk. That's me personally. But he's a little more forgiving than I am. Never mind that. But you see these people, they go through these hard times and uh, and they start selling stuff away. They start giving stuff away because, you know, they're just trying to, you'll see athletes sometimes, um, they'll tr- uh, give away a Super Bowl ring or they'll take it to a pawn shop because they go, it, you know, it just, it sucks. You see, and it's kind of sad. Um, that version is your 2019 Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, they're the guys that are giving away everything, all of their prized possessions, just so they can hope they can stay alive and stay afloat. All I did all day long was read and listen to a coast-to-coast ball-washing session of the Los Angeles Lakers. They've got cap space now. Big names are on the way. They've got all these meetings set up. Who's laughing now? Ha-ha-ha-ha! The Lakers are back, everybody! Uh, I am over here, uh, fill-in guy, weekend overnights that you've never heard of, no blue check mark on Twitter. I'm laughing, and in fact, I'm laughing my ass off. So let me get this straight. One of the great franchises in all of sports. You can't deny that. One of the great franchises in all of sports. One of the most successful franchises and entities in all of sports. We're talking multiple titles. We're talking prestige. We're talking arrogance that has been earned because of their success. All of that. And they had to um, trade away three players to the Wizards, one of which nobody can pronounce correctly. I believe it's Wagner, but some people are saying Wagner. Who the hell knows? So they had to trade away three players. Then they had to butter up the player they just traded for by giving him extra money in a movie that he's got nothing to do with. And then also on top of that, they've got to now give him the jersey number that he wants just to make him happy so that he gives up that $4 million, you know, because your front office butchered it and didn't know how the salary cap worked. (laughs) And they're celebrating. And nobody's talking about it. Nobody's looking at this going, hold on a second. Hold on. That's ridiculous. Oh, look, but look at what they did. They've got all the money in the world. Okay, but how did they get there? Can we talk about the journey? That's one of the beauties about sports radio. You can talk about the journey. You can talk about nuance. It's not just a black and white affair. Let's actually talk about why the Los Angeles Lakers have found themselves in this situation. Oh, that's right, because their front office didn't know how the salary cap worked. And everybody's jumping for joy. Like, what a successful organization this is. Like, what a, what a, what a coup by the L.A. Lakers. I mean, you've got to be kidding me. And all I'm seeing and all I'm hearing on social media and on radio and television everywhere, the Lakers are back, everybody. What do you mean the Lakers are back? They they crap their pants six years in a row, and all of a sudden they find themselves in a place where the lighting's good enough and nobody noticed the skid mark on the back of their pants. 
But, oh, the Lakers are back, everybody. Don't even worry about it. We are good. Everything is all good here. Ask yourself this. Had the New York Knicks done this exact same thing, butchered the salary cap, and then had to trade away three players, take money from a movie to give to your newly acquired player, and then also butter them up with a jersey switch, had the Knicks done that, what would the media be saying about the Knicks? Oh, my God. Here we go again. Same old Knicks. James Dolan. What an idiot that guy is. No wonder the Knicks are a disaster. All right. Now, let me ask you this. Had the Cleveland Browns done this same thing, had the Cleveland Browns had to trade away a bunch of players and then take a a roll of money from the movie Draft Day and apply it to this just so they could get a player to waive some money so they knew how the salary cap worked, what would we be saying about the Cleveland Browns? Same old Cleveland Browns. What a shock. Same thing with the Jets, the Raiders, and the Mets. Had they done the same exact thing that the Lakers just had to pull off in order to save the front office from looking like morons because they didn't know how the salary cap worked, they would be getting crushed coast to coast. But not the Lakers. No, no, not the Lakers. Celebration time, everybody. Let's all get together. All fanboy media members in L.A. that were foaming at the mouth when LeBron signed back in July. They knew who they are. They were trying to pretend that they were just calling it down the middle. They were calling it straight. to. Listen, we don't have a vested interest. You're full of crap. You're full of crap. You never wanted to criticize the organization because you didn't want your media credentials taken away so you didn't have to get kicked out of the media room where they charge $7 for salmon that's been sitting there for six weeks. All right? I've been there. I know exactly what goes on. You're full of crap. LeBron James and Rich Paul have the Lakers organization by the balls, and they've got most of the media at the end of their puppet strings, and they're just toying with you guys now. It's brilliant. It is just puppet puppeteering at its best. And the media is going right along with it. I'm telling you, man, if this is what it took to bail out your front office who didn't understand a salary cap and how it worked, and they do land a big name, like one of these big names that are out there, you may as well just change the name on the front of the jerseys to the LeBrons. I swear to God. Because that is, that is his organization now. I don't want to hear anything about the Bus family. I don't want to hear anything about Rob Palinka or 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 Rambus or Sedell Three or Travis Knight or any one of the legendary Laker uh, former players that's working in the front office now. Whoever the hell they are, I don't want to hear a damn thing. This is officially LeBron's team because it took a movie and a jersey swap, and trading away three players in order for you to bail out your front office because they didn't understand the salary cap. It's incredible. But, yeah, you won't hear that anywhere else. No, 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 no. Come on, the Lakers are back, everybody. Unreal. Got the media by the balls. Coast to coast. Not me, though, because I'm wearing a cup. Jonas Knox in for Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. Edmund effing Garcia is your national update anchor here at Fox Sports Radio. Wow, I was under the impression that Ben Maller wasn't here. It I was, I was exactly just going like to hey. say the same thing, Eddie. Did, did Ben write the first monologue for you? Apparently hey, so. Listen, you got to swing the axe sometimes. I'm sorry, well, we but don't you hear that swing very, the axe. We don't hear that the Lakers hey. are a joke around here very hey, often. Hey, listen, uh, that's, that's, look, great minds think alike. I don't know what you guys want me to do. Great minds think alike. All right? 
I mean, what do you want me to do, uh, Eddie? Haters think alike. I mean, look, here's the problem. This is Eddie Garcia's favorite time of year. All right. If you were to ask Eddie Garcia, hey, could you take October to December or would you take June and July? Eddie would take June and July because it gets all of his favorite food groups are represented. He gets soccer. uh, (laughs) He gets the NBA. He gets the NBA NBA free agency. agency. Love it. Uh, And there's no football whatsoever. I love it. So because of that, hockey's over. This is is right down Eddie Garcia's alley. I was at a uh, family function last week and all of the men had gathered around to discuss uh, in hot NBA talk. Uh, and I immediately, I was like, where are the ladies at? Where are they talking about? <laughs> no I don't care what it is. I'm willing to go listen to that over over this. I, yeah. I, I, see, I hear this at work all day. I don't need to hear this when I'm at a barbecue. So. Well, you, you know what the uh, the NBA free agency move is? You just you come up with another adjective uh, to, to describe the interest that some team has in another uh, team. I don't know if the ab- adjective's the right word. Um, uh, by the way, so-and-so is a stealth suitor for this guy or so-and-so has a uh, uh, premier interest in it. Like it's just, that's all this is. It's just changing headlines, putting in different words to, to spice it up a little bit and hoping that that something sticks. I mean, I'd love to know the winning percentage on every NBA beat writer and insider with every report that comes out. I'd love to know. Don't miss sports talk radio host. Well, listen, that, that, what do you think, uh, what's that, uh, is it, uh, freezing, uh, piping hot takes or whatever that, uh, that lame website is, uh, that Never basically sits around and just tries to catch people, get things wrong. That's what, listen, that's why Wait I don't, a minute, that's on the internet. Yeah. That's why, that's why I don't make wow. uh, predictions. I don't make predictions, I didn't, Eddie. Didn't know that they were critical in that, uh, yeah. that place. Yeah. Believe Interesting. it or not. Yeah. Twitter, by the way, can you imagine Twitter negative on Twitter? Get out of here. Um, Eddie, uh, I, I teased this earlier, uh, Jonas Knox in for Ben Maller. I feel like I'm actually one of the Maller militia now. All right. Why, I, th- I think I've that? actually gotten there. Why is that? Wrong. Um, what's that, uh, uh, that Nimrod, uh, William Shatner? He blocked me too. <laughs> okay. But that's, I, that's ironic because he just unblocked Ben. Yeah. I haven't done a damn thing to the guy. I was talking about over the week. I just, and I don't even know why I checked. Some, I saw it. Look, some people were throwing stuff out there. I got blocked by William Shatner. I was like, well, sure. I wouldn't get blocked because I don't even know really who the guy is. And I've never even said anything about him. And then I go on there and he blocked me. He he effing blocked me. I, I guess you've replaced Ben. He he had to fill his quota of blocking a Fox Sports Radio I d- host, and you're the guy. I've been, like I don't even know enough about. Like I think he was on that. Show, was a Snap Track or uh, or uh, uh, Faceballs or what, oh, what was no, that? Uh, Snapface and all yeah, that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Bill Belichick, uh, Coach Belichick, with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Coach, uh, what was the uh, show that William Shatner uh, was a star on years ago? I'm not on Snapface. And yeah, all that. Snapface. Wasn't that the show Snapface? Eddie? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. what it was called. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, in, yeah, so, like, so I, I, I don't, I've never watched any of those shows. I've never said a negative thing about the guy, and he blocked me. I don't know what I did. So you know, guilt by association. So I, I feel like does that make me officially a, a part of the Maller militia? I mean, I, I, I guess so. You yeah. do, have, you, you do have a lot in common with uh, a lot of the members because uh, he went on. Did William Shatter went on a block party and oh, blocked yeah. uh, tons of people? I- and, incredible. By the way, what do you think the odds are? That's actually him running his social media. I don't know. We've everybody. talked about that before. No way. I don't know. No way. It's definitely him. Uh, no, it's not. You don't think he's got an assistant that does all that coop? 
I think no. some of it. I think some of it. He does have an assistant. Like when it's like official, you know, stuff. He's like he probably like, hey, I've got this charity thing coming out. Make this look good. Put the right, you know, uh, uh, links on it and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. But I think when it's just like the, the stuff from the mind of William Shatner, I think that's him. <laughs> so, so what do you think he does? What do you think pushed him over the edge? That William Shatner was like, hey, anybody that's got Fox Sports Radio in their bio, screw them and block them. Well, that's Is that all that's he did? always been the question. What pushed him over the edge? Because Wait, don't we know the harassment of the well, Mallard militia. I mean, but ini- <laughs> but the initial battle that started the war was over nothing. It, 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 I mean, yeah, that's, it, yeah. it, I, that's that's what was the reason why I had encouraged all of our listeners to go after him because <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Okay, so that, he started this, it. I, well, I I was a big part of it. I threw some gas on it. I'll, I'll take credit for that, but. But Ben had had you know just tweeted him a you know very innocent tweet about the Stanley Cup because William Shatner is Canadian, uh, and 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 he blocked Ben over nothing. So uh, I was like, wow, what a jerk. So let's uh, let's harass this guy, and of course uh, the Maller militia obliged. Well, here's the thing, um, and now that I am officially part of the Maller militia, and because I'm a reigning Benny Award winner, I feel like I can say this, and and I feel like I can say this and and speak to this, and and feel like I'm not taking a personal shot because I feel like I'm. We all are one. Um, the Maller militia is. One step shy of being a cult. Okay, one step. Oh, you shy. sound like one of William Shatner's uh, big fans. We I, got in a big. There was one of his fans got in a big war on Twitter with me and a bunch of the listeners, and he he did call the Ben Maller listeners a cult. And I had countered, "What do you call people who dress up in Star Trek uniforms and?" Go to conventions. What do you call those people? Never responded. Had no answer for that. But anyway, you know, well, you know what I would call them, Eddie. I call them nerds. Is what I would call them. But nerds! yeah, uh, but um, yeah. So William Shatner, he blocked me. I don't know what I did to the guy, but uh, hopefully, hopefully we uh, we can uh, we can get this thing back on track. Me and uh, we me and William Shatner, because like I said, big fan. Grew up. Uh, I loved it. Never missed an episode. In fact, I watch all the reruns when they when they do come on. Um, do you uh, really? Alien Network uh, oh, on. Uh, on DirecTV, uh, big fan of a snap track. Uh, love it. Love, love snap track. That's not, that's not uh, the growing right one. Up. It's a different so, one. But anyway. Right. Oh, whatever. Alf. By the way, uh, Ben is not here, and neither is Roberto. Uh, Iowa Sam is uh, running the show tonight, yeah. and uh, I, I, I it's don't a home know. game for me. I, I, I guess the uh, yeah, that's right. He runs your show on the weekend, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. you see. Eddie, do you think that I play R two D two, and you think I think that's associated with Star Trek? Do you really think <laughs> that that's I, the I, case? I don't know you that well. I know you're a what huge the, Star Wars fan, though, so you're is, offended by that. What the hell it is doesn't, it? Doesn't actually bother me. <laughs> Who the hell is R D D Yeah, stop. Who is Artie Didu? Uh, he was a, a doo-wop singer don't, from the 1950s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Artie yeah. Didu. By the way, him. Jonas, what do you have a big hungering to be checking out William Shatner's tweets? Like, no. Do you even care no, I think it's what funny. he has to say on no, Twitter? I think it's funny. I think it's funny. The guy's like um, 90 years old. Right. I mean, He's only 80. Come on. Yeah. He's 80? No, I think it's funny. That's it? I think yeah, it's funny. Maybe. I think anybody that takes the time to block somebody else, you you are soft. You you are. What about Ben Roethlisberger? Doesn't he block all these? Uh, I don't know. I haven't reporters. checked. I, I, he probably blocked Eddie. Eddie's not a big fan of Ben Roethlisberger. So oh, he he's eighty-eight. I apologize. He's eighty-eight. Yeah, no, Round up, old Bill Shatner. All right. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at two a.m. Eastern, eleven p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So there was a story that came out early on Thursday, and this story comes out from uh, Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, Woj, who reported early that the uh, that the Boston Celtics are the clear front runner for Kemba Walker, barring anything unseen. Kemba Walker, the all-star guard from Charlotte, is going to go to Boston. Some reports have it four years, $141 million. He's going to get the max contract. And um, and so Kemba Walker, who played at UConn, not, not far from Boston. Kemba Walker, who I guess prefers the East Coast. Uh, he's from New York. I guess that's just, he, he pr- would prefer to be out there. Good player. Seems like it'd be a great fit. A lot of people look at that and think that Brad Stevens and him could really make some magic. He's played really well historically against the Celtics. And so I like the move. Good fit for Boston. Does it catapult them to the top of the East? Probably not, right? I still think Milwaukee's probably better, deeper. How much money the Celtics are going to have left over to try and um, add some other pieces? Who knows? But it seems, at least to me, it seems like the Celtics have a clear plan this offseason. Get guys who are the opposite of Kyrie Irving. That's the plan in Boston. Yeah, we had Kyrie Irving last year and then the year before, but really last year, and we don't really want that anymore. So let's get guys who are the opposite of Kyrie Irving. And so Kemba Walker reportedly is going to be the guy that they go out and sign the big name in free agency. Kemba Walker. No off-court stuff. Doesn't badmouth teammates. No drama. Just loves to play. A humble guy, great reputation, great reputation as a teammate. Never a bad thing ever said about Kemba Walker. Never a bad thing. That's the opposite of Kyrie Irving. And then you go through uh, what the Celtics did in the draft, and you notice a theme here. And, And the final one is really the telltale sign that Boston had a plan clearly this offseason. Their first pick of the draft was Romeo Lankford, guy out of Indiana. Played with a lot of grit because he had a torn ligament in his thumb that apparently was much worse than a lot of people thought, and he played through it, right? So he he suffered because of it, but he was a big-name recruit, a guy who's got a great reputation. They loved him at Indiana. Loved him, right? Then they go and they uh, they grab uh, Carson Edwards. Carson Edwards, scorer, undersized, plays with a lot of heart, a lot of passion, always busting his ass, never causing problems. Carson Edwards, that guy, they go out and grab. Uh, Tremont Waters out of LSU, another undersized guard, probably told his whole life he can't do it, probably told his whole life he's not big enough, uh, goes in, performs well for LSU. The Celtics grab him as somebody who they think might be able to compete for a roster spot. And then... This is the whopper, all right? This is the one that tops them all. This is how you knew the Boston Celtics 
had one plan this offseason, and it's take guys who are the opposite of Kyrie Irving. The Boston Celtics drafted Grant Williams. What is the one thing Kyrie Irving has gotten the most pushback on off the court? If you were to, if I were to say to you right now, you got to pick one thing that when people say Kyrie Irving, that he got the most pushback for off the court. All right, it's not wanting to be traded away from LeBron. It's not all the stuff that happened in Boston. The one thing Kyrie Irving said publicly that got him the most pushback: flat Earth. Yeah, he believed in flat Earth. He's a flat earther. No offense to flat earthers. There, I know some flat earthers. Look, uh, you can go YouTube a lot of stuff that uh, that that can be perceived as why they would believe that there's a uh, a flat Earth. All right, but Kyrie Irving got a lot of pushback for it. All right, he was he was made fun of. He was ridiculed for it. Um, Grant Williams, the Celtics' second draft pick, his mom works for NASA, <laughs> so. If you wanted to know what the plan was in Boston, if you wanted to know what they were going to do this offseason, they've pretty much shown you what they're going to do. They're going to take the opposite of Kyrie Irving. They're going to get guys who don't cause problems off the court. They're going to get guys who are going to work hard and work hard through all sorts of injuries. They're going to get guys who have been doubted. They're going to get guys who have been maybe recruited, weren't five-star recruits, weren't superstar players that have great reputations with their with their teammates. And then they're going to get guys who not only probably don't believe in flat earth, but um they probably believe in the moon landing and their parents work for NASA. This was a clear plan in the offseason all the way through. Boston wanted the opposite of Kyrie Irving. They wanted the opposite of him. And I was one of the people who uh, said adamantly, the Celtics aren't better without Kyrie Irving. They are not better without Kyrie Irving. From a talent standpoint, they're definitely not. But the way they've gone this offseason, this tells me they realize It ain't working here, and it wasn't going to work, and that guy was a pain in the ass, and he's got to go. Everything they've done is to try and rid themselves of Kyrie Irving. Whatever he did to the locker room, whatever he did to that place, they were not fans of. You've got guys who've been calling games. Cedric Maxwell said it was the one Celtics team that he remember calling a game for that he didn't like. He just didn't like them. So if you really want to rid yourself of Kyrie Irving, just take the opposite of him. And I think that's probably what Boston did this offseason. Uh, Jonas Knox in for Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I was uh, I was I was thinking about this with the uh, NBA free agency. All the rumors and the back and forth. It's like trick candles. Remember trick candles when you were a kid? It's kind of cute. Your parents put a bunch of candles on your cake and you go to blow them out and they don't blow out. It's like, ha, 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 everybody's laughing and you look like an idiot. And, oh, this is so funny. And then, yeah, you keep doing it over and over again and they just don't blow out. And then finally you just realize, all right, this is dumb. And so you just take a towel and you wrap it over the entire cake. Ruin the frosting, burn the candles out, burn the uh, the towel, all of it. NBA free agency rumors, we're okay right now. We're at the cute stage to where you're blowing on the candles for a couple of times and they're not going out and everybody's kind of laughing like, oh man, it's so funny. Look at the candles won't go out. But I got news for you. By about Saturday, we're going to get real tired of the crap because it's going to be the same stuff coming out over and over again. The same report, rumor, 
Potential suitor. Emerging as a favorite. Might end up here. Strong consideration. Strong interest. We're going to get real tired of this in the next couple of days. Somebody who's not going to get tired of this in the next couple of days because he lives for this time of year. And that man is Edmund effing Garcia. Your national update anchor here at Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Jonas. Always appreciate that uh, interesting introduction. Hey, look, Eddie, uh, that's, that's what I do here. I'm here to, uh, to build you up. I'm not here to break you down. I think we're a team. All a team here on this show. So I just I try and uh, I try and provide uh, just an emotional backing here that maybe you don't normally get here on Fox Sports Radio. It is um, it is different. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, look at that. I uh, want winners. <laughs> look, that's all I'm trying to do. And as a winner of a Benny Award and the defending uh, best fill-in, the least I can do is is share the love uh, with you guys here at Fox Sports Radio. Now I used to butter you guys up, and I would bring in like Dunkin' Donuts and stuff like that. Um, but Justin Cooper's on a diet, and uh, he does not want me to bring in those sort of pastries. So I can't do it. That's okay with me. I don't like Dunkin' Donuts. So. You're not a big fan. You don't like Dunkin' Donuts. I, donuts. I, I don't. Really? I don't like any of the chain brand donuts. I don't like. Uh, uh, what's that one that everyone loves? A Krispy Kreme. I'm not a fan of those. What do you like? Like the uh, Ralph's Vandy Camp? No, donuts? no. I like the uh, the ghetto uh, donuts. You know, like just the, <laughs> the ghetto donuts. The, the mom and pop shop down the corner uh, there in the strip mall. That's, uh, my, that's uh, my place. I'll, I'll agree with you, Eddie. I think those are are better. Yeah. Uh, I don't dislike Krispy Kreme. You know. Uh, you know, classic old-fashioned glaze from Krispy Kreme melts in your mouth. It's delicious, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not far off. Sad. Yeah. Uh. Coop, uh, careful. Uh, now here's now. So you're talking about the San Fernando Valley donut shops because I've always said this. Uh, anybody who's never been from uh, or never been to Southern California, never been to the San Fernando Valley, um, no matter where you go in the San Fernando Valley. You will find a couple of things at every little strip mall. You'll find a liquor store, a laundromat, a massage parlor, and a donut shop in every single one of them. That's 100% correct. Never fails. And you'll find like a a Chinese, yeah, maybe a vape store. You'll find a Chinese food restaurant. Check cashing place. Uh, Taqueria. Taqueria. Taqueria is another one. Check cashing place. That's a good one. Uh, You'll find those all over the place. Like you'll find little like Indian food spots um, and it's really dark. So you don't know like whether or not anything's open or not. And and you're not sure like what the hours are because sometimes they close from like 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. and they open up back up for dinner. But that is what you'll find if you go to the San Fernando Valley. Here's the other thing about donut shops uh, where, where, as Eddie calls them, uh, ghetto donut shops. You I can probably s- should have said neighborhood donuts. Yeah, who cares? Is somebody getting offended by that? Yeah, who probably. cares? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, n- nobody's listening to this show. Oh, um, that's a good point. Here's here's the other thing. You can always tell whether or not the donut is from one of those ghetto donut shops because it's never a perfect shape. Right? Also, it's uh, boy, this is going to be uh, just stay, bear with me. It's always in a pink box. Yeah. I know, I know. It's true. One more more time, Eddie. Can you say that? I jumped in. One more time. Could you say that again, Eddie? (laughs) Not without laughing. Come on, Eddie. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. It's always in a pink box. F8 that coop. I got you right there. That little little F8 that coop. There you go. 
<laughs> hey, that's, that's what we do here. You say something, uh, we are always recording here show. at Fox Sports Radio. Not on this show. But no, it, tell By me way, I'm wrong. Did you hear the, the, the latest Ben Maller drop? No, I can only imagine. Do we have that? Do we Iowa have Sam? It? All right, let me hear this. This came the other day. Micro-orgasm. He was giving a clue and password for germ, and instead of saying microorganism, which I'm sure he was reading off at Soros.com, he said microorganism. Oh, man. Play it again, I was saying. Microorgasm. <laughs> Close enough, right? Oh, man. Um, but we would never save those and play them no, back. Never. No, never. Yeah, no, never uh, never say anything. You remember uh, old uh, old Dominic Zacconini used to do a show here, uh, Eddie Garcia? Yeah. Zach and Jack. Who uh, can forget the immortal Zach and Jack we, morning show? We were recording, we were recording uh, something after the show one day, and we needed to do a test to make sure that we were recording correctly in the studio. And so... Uh, somewhere in the system, we still have it. It's uh, it's his test. Instead of like going testing one two, testing one two, three two one, it's a uh, Zach going. He's a douchebag. He's Jonas Knox, and we just saved it in the system. And that's, it's somewhere. Well, that's a keeper. For yeah, sure. it oh, is, uh, yeah. You is, mean this? Yeah. He's a douchebag. Here's Jonas Knox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's no question. Yeah, so uh, there, there's all sorts of uh, fun stuff in the uh, in the system. That probably I had that one in the there. holster for a long time. Oh yeah, it is. Uh, trust me, I I've, I've dealt with that. Uh, I've I've dealt with that for years here, at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, all right, so uh, Eddie is offended. Uh, donut shop owners everywhere. Uh, but I tell you, I'm telling you, man, you can always tell it's 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 from one of those ghetto donut shops if they're never a perfect shape. Like you need the apple fritter. To, who, who needs a perfect shape for a donut? Well, I'm I mean, just saying, if box. you buy them in a box, they're always a perfect shape. Like, if you go to the supermarket, you get the Vandy Camps or, like, one of those other donuts, they're always a perfect shape. Like, but if you go to one of those other shops, you'll get an apple fritter that uh, that looks like some guy's toupee. I mean, it, it really is something, and it's never a perfect shape. The apple is. fritter is the, one, is the one thing that I will consistently, well, I shouldn't say consistently, like... A couple times a year, I will buy an apple fritter, and it always makes me sick. And yeah. yet, I always somehow tell myself, yep. this time's going to be different. Yep. It's too much. <laughs> it's too it's, sweet. It's, it's too much. It's too much. And you know what it is? It's but the it ch- looks so good. I know. It's it's uh, the chunks of apple inside the apple fritter that you think are going to are really going to be the difference this time. Like, no, nah, there's going to be a little fruit in there. It's going to like mix it up. And then you get halfway through it. And you tell yourself, I'm done. I'm not going to eat anymore. And then, God forbid, it's hot outside, so the sun's beating down on you in the car. It's, I mean, yeah, I hear you, Eddie. I, I have cheat days, and I'm like, you know what? I'd like to go for an apple fritter. I get halfway through, and uh, yep. and, and I'm outside a, a Jiffy Lube throwing up in a trash can. It's disgusting. <laughs> All right. Are we on the air? Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
as someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
So, uh, and, and I need everybody to just sort of be able to compartmentalize some things here. All right, we're not talking personal. This is we're talking business here. All right, let's just just want to get that out in the open. Tyree Kill of the Kansas City Chiefs. He met with NFL officials for reportedly eight hours this week, and um, you know, it, it basically they're questioning him to see if he violated the league's personal conduct policy. There's no criminal investigation ongoing, but my interpretation of everything that's come out with Tyreek Hill is they believe something happened with him and the and the child, but they don't have enough that they can really charge him with, so there's nothing they can really do about it. Now, the NFL can do it because, again, personal conduct policy, they can step in, they can suspend him for a, uh, de- depending on how, how serious they they think the punishment is or what they found, whatever. But um, just hang with me on this. Even if the league suspends Tyreek Hill, this is the best case scenario for the Kansas City Chiefs. They were talking about contract extension. All right. That came out earlier in the offseason. That was even rumored before the end of last season that they were talking about a major contract extension for Tyreek Hill. Okay. A big time payday. Because Tyreek Hill is an incredible football player. And in that offense, throw him in any situation. And he's dangerous, whether it's getting down the field as a wide receiver, using him out of the backfield, returning punts, kicks, whatever. He's that he's the real deal. And he was looking at a big time payday because his talent you don't really have in a lot of places in the NFL. I I guess um, uh, Austin was uh, a guy the Rams thought was going to be something similar to that, and it never worked out. The Bears thought they could take Devin Hester and make him, uh, uh, you know, turn him from a kick returner, punt returner into a wide receiver, and it just didn't really work out. But here you've got Tyree Kill who can do everything, right? And so while they're talking contract extension and they're talking about a big payday, this incident comes up. And because there's no criminal investigation, this is all in the hands of the league. Guess who just got that much cheaper this offseason? Tyreek Hill. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying I support the guy. I'm not saying if I ran an NFL franchise, I would want him on my team. But all I'm saying is this. From a business standpoint, this is a win for the Kansas City Chiefs, who clearly aren't interested in cutting Tyreek Hill as of now, clearly. But because of his past, because of the concern over the future, the Kansas City Chiefs can now use this to get a much more team-friendly deal done with incentives and voids for violations and so on and so forth. Again, I'm not saying I do it, but if you just compartmentalize, if you take away what happened, the incident or the alleged incident or whatnot, or whatever you think about Tyreek Hill, if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, this worked out about as well as you could have it work out to where if you're okay taking the PR hit, which I'm assuming they are because they haven't already cut him, if you're okay taking the PR hit, the fact that you're going to be able to get Tyreek Hill and you're going to be able to take advantage of what he did off the field in order to get a more team-friendly deal it's kind of a win for the Kansas City Chiefs. And that's uncomfortable to say because the guy 
if the stuff is true and a lot of people think it's true, he's a scumbag. Uh, the stuff that happened in, in college, the stuff uh, with his with his girlfriend or, or his fiance at the time, while pre- all of that stuff that came out. But if Kansas City can withstand the PR hit, they're going to get a top talent in the NFL, and they're going to get him at a much, much, much cheaper rate. And then you're talking, what are you going to give Patrick Mahomes and other players on that roster who, when their deals come up, then you've got to make those decisions. So it's like I'm I'm looking at this and trying to trying to think, all right, there's the what he did off the field and what kind of guy he is and how it impacts the Chiefs. And as long as he's a member of the Kansas City Chiefs, from a business standpoint, I think this is actually going to turn out to be a good thing for the Chiefs because they're probably not going to cut him. He probably is going to be suspended. But because of his track record and everything going on, they've got all the leverage in negotiations, and they can get him for a much cheaper rate. So that's an uncomfortable conversation to have, but I think it's a reality of the NFL, and I think it's a reality of how that organization is going to look at it, right or wrong, business-wise, it makes a lot of sense for Kansas City. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.